welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me. If you're brand new and wondering who the heck this is, my name's Brittany, and I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, and I'm a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, prenatal and postpartum specialist. I have a sports nutrition certificate. So I hop on here twice a week to hopefully share some knowledge that you may or may not have already. Um, Some of us just need to hear some things again. (laughs) And, you know, some of this is going to apply to you at different seasons of life more often than other times. I was talking with a friend about that the other day, how I just really feel like books especially, it's like you need to read the right book at the right time. Like sometimes I'll start a book and be like, I'm not really getting anything out of this, especially nonfiction. I'll come back to it later and be like, that book changed my life. And it's just got to hit at the right time. So I'm just sharing with you my knowledge and expertise and then applying it to what I'm currently doing because a lot has changed in the time that I was going from working as a personal trainer in a commercial gym with no kids, no husband, and able to work out all the time, anytime I wanted to, eat whatever I wanted to, and prep it however I wanted to. Like just, you know, all of us could think about that, especially those with kids, like how different it was, how we might have done things. And, you know, fast forward to now, I have three little guys under five and still actually under four. He's about to be five though. And uh, doing it a little bit differently. So I'm always just sharing with you what I've got going on and uh, how I personally do things. Today is no different. Because this topic, I get a lot. How can I build discipline? How can I stay motivated? How can I um, make myself do things? Whatever. Just reworded a lot of different ways. So that's what we're going to talk about. I also just wanted to let you know that April is still rock and rolling in the Chasing Greatness group, which is the the hub. It is the place for my veteran ladies. Those of you who have already done an eight-week challenge, but want more, want some more direction, want some more accountability. I've been getting a couple emails asking if I am doing an advanced challenge and I'm not. So that might be sad to say, but this is everything that I'm doing for anyone who is a little bit above a beginner who has already worked with me in that setting. Anything else I'm doing is going on within that group, that Chasing Greatness group, at least for this year, might reassess next year. But I liked this to get away from, you know, it's always like a short stint challenge. So Feel free to come, if you're thinking about it too and thinking about for May, you can absolutely come check it out. We have a two-week free trial. So it's, I I try to put all the great components of the challenge into that group as well, where you still have healthy recipes, you still have accountability, you still have full-length video workouts that I'm recording for you every month. So that's going on over there for my veteran ladies. Sorry, I'm unzipping my zip up, so this might be loud for a second. It's that weird spring day where like I have a car heart on, but now that I'm sitting down to record, it's getting a little toasty. Um, And then our beginner challenge is starting on Monday. So at the time of recording this, there's still spots. I'm not sure if there is by the time you're listening to this, but you can definitely email me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com to find out or just visit fitmomlifetothefullest.com. That is where I want you to start if you are a beginner. It's a nutrition and workout challenge and I just lay the foundation for you of what I think is a very sustainable way to eat, to move your body, to, we talk a lot about habits, all in that group. So, all right, business manners out of the way. Let's talk about how to build up confidence in yourself, how to build discipline. I think these two kind of go hand in hand. 
And as I, you know, I've been getting this question, I address, I try to address discipline a lot. And I talk about how motivation is really fleeting. Like going with your emotions on anything is very fleeting. I mean, compare it to anything else. Some days you might feel so in love with your husband. Some days you're not as emotionally there, but like you're still, you still are loving him. You're still doing acts of service for him and very much like love is a choice. It is not always such a feeling, right? There are times where you just need to choose it and the feeling's not there. And same thing with your kids, same thing with friendships, like love is a choice. And in the same way, I don't always feel highly motivated to go do a workout or to eat healthily or whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish. It is that I made a promise to myself and I'm going to do it. And that's just it. Like just not giving yourself an out. We've talked about that a ton. Just don't give yourself the option to quit. Don't give yourself an out. And I've talked about this podcast for, basically I'm just going to cite a bunch of different podcasts to you (laughs) in my podcast, but I've talked about the Poco a Poco podcast, which is by the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, and they are excellent, fantastic, go listen to it if you don't already, and they have a YouTube channel too, but they were talking about this, I don't have no idea what episode, because I've been listening to them on some of my runs, and I just go back and I'm picking some from last year. Because my husband and I are in real time listening to their newer ones. Anyways, we do that together once a week. We actually watch it on YouTube because it's less weird than just sitting there listening to it. So I'm going back and I'm listening to some from last year. And they were talking about, and I'm pretty sure it was one of those, how in the spiritual life, they were drawing that parallel there. You build confidence in yourself by being faithful to small things by showing up to small things start with you know tomorrow I'm going to get up at 5 a.m and then you actually get up at 5 a.m and that's where and I believe it was like to pray was obviously why they were doing it so um or say like I'm going to start you know praying every day when I wake up for five minutes and then start doing that and that's when you're going to have the confidence to go into bigger and bigger things and it totally makes sense um you know, the Bible verse that I did not look up prior to recording this, but that comes to mind is the one about he who is faithful in small matters will be trusted with larger matters or something along those lines. Maybe he who is faithful in small matters will be faithful in large matters. Basically saying like you're training yourself to be a good steward of what you have now and then you'll be entrusted with more, you know, in whatever way that looks like. I think about this a lot because... um in, in so many areas, it's like if you can't, I think about it with my house because I've <laughs> talked about before cleaning on this podcast that I don't have a very big house, we have a big yard that I'm like, okay, if I can't keep this clean, I would never keep a bigger house clean. So like I need to be very faithful and diligent with taking care of this house that I'm currently like in charge of and, you know, am the homemaker of and then maybe one day I'll, I'll be entrusted with a larger one or maybe we'll add on to this or whatever. You know, all those things that we're sorting out and figuring out for ourselves. But it's like, no, you need to start right where you are being faithful to small things. So I think that applies here too where we it's very easy to look at someone who does something pretty incredible and we're like, whoa, how did they do that? They probably have superhero discipline or superhero, you know, confidence in themselves. I would definitely fail, you know. A lot of it's the narrative we speak to ourselves too. That's, you know, a whole nother part of it that what you are saying to yourself is going to probably come true. There's a lot of sayings that we look at as kids. Like I think about walking through a school and seeing all these like signs hanging. 
or like shoot for the stars or like shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll land among the stars or never give up or whatever be what you want to be and somewhere along the way we just totally drop that off like we do I think consider it childish and we're like no I can't do that like we tell kids like oh if you want to be president you could be president one day and then we do not apply that to ourselves at all obviously some things are like phasing out age-wise. I don't think I'm going to be running for president anytime soon. However, I'm like, maybe if I wanted to, I could still start at 30, start my political career, which I'm 100% not going to do. But you see what I mean? Like, we believe these things enough to tell them to our kids, but we kind of stop believing them as adults, I think, a lot of the times. And it's, it is kind of ridiculous because if someone else is doing it, you can be too. And that goes for anything. That goes for somebody who is running a 5K. You're like, I just don't, I hate running or I'm too overweight to run or whatever. Um, Somebody doing a Spartan race. Like, I could never, I'd be so scared getting up and over that wall. No, like, do it. Just go do it. Go sign up for it and do it. But it's easier to start with little things so you gain confidence in yourself. I think if we flip this on its head, Because I think if you look at, like, if you are somebody who would you consider yourself having not a lot of confidence in yourself, look back at what you've done to prove it to yourself. Like, if it was a friend who often said, like, oh, yeah, I'll meet you for coffee, and then never showed up, or said, oh, hey, I'll drop this thing off to you, and then forgets. And I mean, like, we all can be flaky. I get that. We have a lot of things going on. But I mean, somebody who does this all the time, like 10 out of 10 times, does not show up, does not say they're going to, you know, does not do what they say they're going to do you would not have confidence in them. You would stop believing them. And I think a lot of times we do that to ourselves because we set ourselves up for that failure. We already tell ourselves, well, you already failed at this. A lot of clients I've worked with, I feel like approach nutrition with that idea that when I read their initial questionnaire, and I'll say like, oh, you know, what's a normal day of eating look like for you? Do you have any experience with diet and nutrition so far? And a lot of times it's like, I've tried this and I've tried this and I did a Whole30 for about three days and I tried Weight Watchers, and I tried keto, and then I did this cleanse, and it's like they're setting themselves, and I, you know, I'm looking for that. I want to know what their history was, but then, you know, their tone going forward can be like, I really want this to work because I'm just sick of, you know, doing this, and in their minds, I feel like they've already labeled themselves as someone that fails at diets or someone that fails at getting healthier. So we need we need to overcome it, but how do we overcome that is essentially the question to in this, you know, the focus of this episode. How do we push through that? How do we build confidence in ourselves and turn this around? Decide, just decide. It sounds corny, decide that that's enough. You are tired of doing that. You're not going to do that anymore. And tell yourself what you are. I really like, I've heard this phrase before. I don't know who I heard it from. But to tell yourself instead of listening to yourself. I do this in my workouts. I do this in my motherhood when I am like at my wits end, super impatient. I'm a very impatient person, but it's something I'm going to work on until the day that I die. (laughs) Compassion and patience are not my strongest suits. So if like a kid's having a rough day and he's lollygagging or whatever, I'll have to tell myself Like, you are a patient mom. You are a patient mom and you are going to, you know, or sometimes I'll say like, Lord, I need your patience. I ran out of mine. Like, give me your patience, please. Like, bless the mother. Please send on your patience. I need to use yours, not mine. But I I need to tell myself how I'm going to behave or I'll say like, you are going to be patient right now 
or you are going to be calm right now, just all in my head, like I'm not saying this out loud at the grocery store, but we need to tell ourselves things instead of listening to ourselves. That goes directly with not letting ourselves be run by our emotions. If we are letting ourselves be absolutely running our actions according to our emotions, we have no idea what's going to happen, right? That's so volatile. That's so changing at the drop of a dime. We need to decide what we want our lives to look like big picture. Like, do you want to be 80 and be like, oh man, I never really did anything I wanted to do because I just kept giving up on things or I just kept dropping the ball because that's who I am. That doesn't have to be who you are. And in the vein of this podcast, you know, Fit Mom Life to the fullest, what I want for you, what I want for me is for us to be fully the people that God created us to be, to be fully alive, to rise to the potential that he has for us. And we're not going to get there by letting ourselves off the hook and by telling ourselves we are one way or put that label on ourselves. Well, you're just a quitter. You're not going to be able to do this. So decide that you're going to change that. Tell yourself instead of listening to yourself and then take it one step at a time, one meal at a time, one workout at a time. Prove to yourself that you can do it in the small matters. And then that adds up to such to such big matters. I was also talking to friends the other day about um, the Slight Edge book that I've shared on this podcast before by Jeff Olson. Such a good book. Nothing crazy, no crazy new research or science or anything like that, but basically just showing you the effects of your tiny little daily actions, daily habits, the compound effect that that has. You choosing to wake up and drink water instead of diet pop is one example of a tiny choice that can shape like days and weeks ahead if you start your day with water hydrating your body versus starting your day with an artificially sweetened caffeine beverage first thing in the morning. And it just goes on and on and applies to everything else. Things that don't seem like a big deal. Um, And one of my friends who also listens to this podcast most of the time, so maybe she's listening to this, was talking about this book as well. And she said, you know, the one thing that stuck out to her was Jeff Olson talks about like reading 10 pages a day that you might think like, I don't have time to read a whole book. Okay, but do you have time for 10 pages a day? Because what, how many books could that equal per year if you read 10 pages a day? The compound effect there with anything. You might not have time for an hour workout a day. I don't have time for an hour workout a day. But if you work out for 10 minutes a day, even say with a rest day, that's an hour by the end of the week. You got an hour of exercise in, whereas you might be getting no exercise right now. So tiny, little, actionable steps. Prove to yourself you can do it. Show up for it. And don't let yourself quit. And then while you're at it, if you are a mom, which most of you are listening to this, Think about that example for your kids because truly, we do tell them these things. We, we talk till we're blue in the face about don't be a quitter and like work through hard things and you can do it. You can do anything you set your mind to. And then what are they actually seeing? Are they seeing mom say that she's going to start eating healthier and then two days later super negatively just like binge eats everything from the fridge or from the freezer or they like she don't see her but they see stuff in the garbage the next day after they were in bed or see spoons in the sink or whatever, what kind of message is that sending them? Or if, you know, you say like you're going to start praying every day and you don't or you're whatever, you know, but look at the opposite. If you're like, hey, you don't even have to say anything. They're going to see by your example. They're just going to 
see the good habits that you are doing and hopefully adopt them. I'm no expert in parenting and I definitely don't want to talk to you like I think I am because I 100% know that I am not. (laughs) And I know that my oldest son is not even five yet. So there's no telling how he's going to turn out. I do know that in my life growing up, what I saw mattered much more than what I heard. And when I saw things that were positive, like that made me respect the person so much more, whether it was my parents or other adults, if I saw them doing an action that then had a really positive effect on them, like I wanted to do it. And that just makes sense. If something's attractive, then other people want to do it. So it's not just for you. It's for your spouse. It's for your kids. It's for all those around you. I do, um, you know, apply this a lot to relationships too, that it's like being faithful in the small things that adds up to big things. If you are like never sacrificing for your spouse on the day-to-day and you're super self-absorbed, you're not even paying attention to, you know, if he's tired or fatigued or stressed at work or whatever, and you're just super wrapped up in yourself, but then, you know, you buy him really cool gifts on your anniversary or his birthday, or you take him on a trip or whatever it may be, like that's not going to go as far in your relationship and how you guys view each other and everything as if every day you're doing small gestures that adds up to a lot in all in all these ways, in relationships and finances and fitness. So my best advice to you is firstly, you know, invite the Lord into that. Bring it to God and say, I don't want to be this person anymore. Like, I don't want to be the person that quits things. I don't want to be the person that fails at things that I set out to do. Like, please give me the grace to, if it's, you know, a really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? An appropriate goal, right? I'm not going to be like, Lord, I want to lose 20 pounds right now <laughs> by Tuesday. So if you can help me stop failing at that, thank you. But I hope you know what I mean. The ask for God's grace to help you to stay focused on what you need to do and to be faithful in the small matters because that builds on itself. You will start proving to yourself that you can do it. Same thing with I have a client who struggles with binge eating. She went from binging every single day to now hasn't had a binge since the new year almost. It, it, but this is, you know, over the course of over a year. So like over a year ago, I was having daily binges. Then it was like maybe once or twice a week. And she's just actively struggled with this. She's done the work, is, you know, offering it to God and saying, and then doing all the other work as well. Of like, nope, every single time the urge comes up or the cravings come up or the opportunity presents itself, it's fighting that little battle and then winning it. And then winning that one little battle then winning it again the next time. And then suddenly, a year and a half later, she could look back and be like, wow, remember when I used to do that every day? And now I'm so far away from that. Which is not to say she might not slip up in the future or have rough days, as we all do. But discipline really is a muscle in just telling yourself no about the the negative things that you shouldn't be doing, but also telling yourself, yes, like do it. You can do it about the things that you want to do, need to do, should do. Start with the small things and you will build confidence yourself. You don't need to like go. This is where I makes me nuts how we have so many things <laughs> that were just built into our lives, especially as Catholics, like with the liturgical year where we have seasons to fast and we have seasons to feast and we have the rosary, which is meditation and we have adoration, which is silent time, silent prayer time with God and everything. And then 
if sometimes we try to take all of it, we like forget about all those things. And then we're looking for it outside of our religion that already has all these things built into it. So then we're taking like, okay, I go to mass on Sundays and I live my life. I, you know, I'm with my kids, whatever. But now like, should I start meditating? Should I start doing this? Should I intermittent fast? Should I do this? Should I do that? If we just kind of followed what's already laid out for us spiritually, like the carryovers make sense physically. There's a reason that the rosary is meditative so that as we're saying the repetitive prayers, I meant to say why the rosary is repetitive because as we're saying the very familiar repetitive prayers, we're able to put our mind elsewhere and meditate on the beautiful mysteries. So all of it makes sense. I don't know. I took a little detour there, but maybe somebody needed to hear that. (laughs) And I hope that this resonated with you and that there are some takeaways that you can apply directly. Read The Slight Edge if you've not read that yet. Such a good kick in the pants. And just take that mental shift away from I'm not fit. Other people get their workout in. I struggle with that. Tell yourself a different narrative. No, I am fit. I am a healthy mom. I'm going to fuel my body really well today and get my workout in today. Focus on one day at a time. And that's truly half the battle. Okay. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for joining me. If you like this podcast, I would so appreciate if you would rate and review it. If you scroll down to the bottom of the podcast on Apple, you can do that right at the bottom. Um, Or maybe share it with a friend or whatever floats your boat. And if you're not on my email list, you can sign up for that right on fitmomlifetothefullest.com. And I will send you a free macro cheat sheet. And then you'll be on my email list, which comes out every Thursday. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you ladies next time. 